0: Sports fans, thank you for listening to State of My Sports, where we talk about State of Michigan sports and State of Michigan beer. If you aren't following us on social media yet, please do so by searching State of M.I. Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast along with our YouTube channel so you do not miss an episode. For even more content, check out our website, stateofmisports.com. I think we were on Facebook Live. We're not really sure the computer has kind of thrown a little little thing at us. I don't know if we just want to hit try again or what, but
1: anyways. Sorry, my cough button was on. <laughs> Saying try again, yeah, what's going on?
0: I am Sam Walthart with me today. We got Ryan Waltart, Micah Smith, John working behind the scenes. Uh, he will be introduced here soon.
1: Producer John.
0: Producer John. Yeah, maybe just click try again and see what happens. We're still alive? Perfect. All right, we're still alive. We'll just let it roll. Um, but today, episode ninety-five. Thanks for checking us out, watching us, uh, listening to us. We're going to talk about uh, Michigan, Michigan State basketball. I mean, it's kind of coming down to the last week and a half before the tournaments starts. So, what what do these teams need to do uh, for it Michigan to keep up on us, Didn't it? <laughs> it? really did to keep the number one seed. Yeah, it's crazy uh, that Michigan's projected to do. And what what does Michigan State have to do to uh, to you to know make the tournament? That's the biggest thing. They're doing. They're taking care of business so far. Last I checked today. Um against Illinois, which is a part of part of it. Um but then we're also gonna have some fun celebrating uh National Tortilla Chip Day. Um and really you can't really do a variety of tortilla chips. So we what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a draft and who can build the best plate for their tortilla chips with their dips. So we'll do a little dip draft and see see how that turns out. Well you never know how these turn out. But yeah. Ryan, you seem skeptical about this one.
1: I no, no I didn't even. <laughs> I didn't really understand. You kept, you kept wanting like more feedback, like leading up to this, and I, <laughs> every time I just, like, I didn't really have time to think about it either. But I'm just yeah. like, what is he? What is he talking about? Chips? Like, national chip? You always know what national day it is. Well, it's all you have to do is Google <laughs> national. What day is it? And then it comes up with a full calendar. Like, who you came can up ca- with that? Does anybody? just like a chip company I come up
0: with that? No, I think it's a. Just some random website that I find that i I consider like legit, but oh okay. it's probably not it's probably <laughs> just like some random people just oh, I like
1: it i like I would never do that, so I'm glad that somebody does yeah
0: I mean it it, it helps fill topics, that's for sure, um you never know what topics it'll fill, but um but anyways, yeah, that's what we're gonna talk about today. I already introduced everybody um, you guys have a good week, Ryan, did you guys do anything fun this week?
1: uh I Weekend? Don't- this weekend, oh well, we kind of all hung, hung out. We did right? hang out, yeah. We
0: we watched the Michigan Ohio State game. We watched the we game, watched the game. yeah. a yeah. big game, right? Yeah, we had the kids all running around.
1: Well, the girls, the girls got to like hang out all together because they were celebrating a pretty special birthday. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, my wife's birthday was a couple weeks ago, but th- that day was her her birthday party. She has all the girls. They used to these usually go to um, Westside Social and have brunch, um, but obviously too many. Not you don't have enough room to do that at these restaurants these days. So they brought West Side Social to the house, and they had a mimosa bar. Sounded great. Yeah. So did Jill have fun?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. She, yeah. Had a, she had a ton of fun. That's, yep. good.
0: that's good. It seemed like you guys party and went, went on into the, the night pretty late. I don't remember. That's, <laughs> that's
1: the thing. I just don't remember when it ended. So.
0: No, that's good. That's good. good Micah, time. did you guys have a good time? Anything other than having me and my family over to your house? Did you guys have no, fun?
2: No, the kids had fun. No one got hurt. The doors didn't slam in point. anyone's fingers. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it. there was a
1: hoverboard, and still nobody
2: yeah. got hurt.
0: Yeah, that's you know, impressive. Funny,
2: a couple of kids did fall off it, and they were all fine. We're just so, laughing. hey, it's okay. I want
1: to know more about um, Sam had a hockey game, and I... Oh,
0: hit uh, transition. There you go.
1: And I... Oh, are <laughs> hey uh And I, I didn't know if you were going to score a goal or not. Like, I actually said you probably wouldn't, and you got all mad at me, but that was right after you just told me you were going to play defense the whole
2: time. Yeah, so I got... But I got, you bet against him and bet on his friend. I didn't bet. I didn't bet on anybody.
1: The,
0: oh. I mean, the most important thing <laughs> is, is I got... I feel got, like I might
2: regret it if I
0: were <laughs> to say
1: that I did. I got the call up
0: to play some forward. We had a loaded... The, the bench was full. Like We had 5D, I think, and then a couple extra forwards. So I got to play some forward, and I did score a goal, so... He so did. did Mac, though, so we we pushed. So I was
2: right. Both counts. Did yeah. It, it, they were tearing it up. I think the s- final score was like 10-4. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. It was, they smoked it was a lot of fun. the other team.
1: Let me know if you need a bench coach. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Not for um, me, but I know somebody.
0: Before we get into our beer introductions, I did want to talk a little bit. I think today, actually, is the, the day that they can start uh, in the NFL. They can start tagging some NFL players uh, for the franchise tag, transition tag. Who knows what the difference is? Who really cares? Bottom line is... Uh, you can start franchise tagging your players, and you know, with, with Galladay, I think that that's a big name in in Detroit. There's also, um, holy smokes, what is the 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 de's the 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 guy that led the team in sacks? Yeah, right? Romeo Acuara. He's the other uh, the other guy that potentially could be tagged. But yeah, I don't know. That if one anybody, it doesn't make a whole lot of
1: sense. I don't know if anybody else is really worth it. It's those two guys that could end up getting because they're the, if you're going to be tagged, you have to be good. Yeah, because you're going to be paid at you, the, you at the highest level.
0: Like it's not just good. You have to be elite, because yeah. I think it's top five player, like paid in that position. It I is. Believe, right? I think it's Some the lower, average, average of the average top of the five. top
1: five salaries for that position. So you are going to be paid in the premium class of your position. So you better, you know. Yeah, live especially up to when
0: it. you're talking about DEs and and wide receivers that we'll talk about with the Lions. Um, the, that that gets pri- pricey very quickly. That's for sure. So, um, But I did find uh, Greg Rosenthal from NFL.com. He came out with uh, a little list. I didn't want to go through every team. Uh, the, the two that really stood out to me were the no-brainers that he came up with and then some of the basically say yes, which is you should tag them, but you understand why you wouldn't. Um, so I did want to start at the top here and, and kind of get your guys' thoughts on, on what he thinks. So his first no-brainer, and I think this, this could be a really good discussion here, is Dak Prescott with the Cowboys. I don't understand <laughs> – how oh, that's a no-brainer. I feel like it's a no-brainer in the opposite way. Why would you pay Dak Prescott with all of these injuries or this major injuries coming off of? Why would you pay him top uh, average top five quarterback money for a year? It doesn't make any sense.
2: That's what I asked the Cowboys fan. I was down in Nashville last yeah. weekend, and I got in this elevator. And this this guy started talking sports, and I'm like, oh, yeah, so you, you sound like you're from Texas or something. He goes, yeah, a big Cowboys fan. Yeah. And I said, uh, yeah, so you guys probably aren't going to re-sign Dak, are you? He goes, oh, man, we love Dak. I love Dak. We got to re-sign Dak. And I'm really? like, really. What is it with you guys, like, the loyalty to Dak? I completely completely disagree with both of you.
0: Really? You think he should be tagged? This
1: is the perfect year. If you're going to tag Dak Prescott, this is the perfect year to do it. He's coming off of a a gruesome injury, and you have no idea how he's going to be moving around. So if, you, if there's one year where you don't want the commitment of signing him to his, a long-term contract, but you just want to test it out to see if he truly is the quarterback that you want to invest in long-term, yeah. like why not have a one-year – so, okay, whatever. You have one year where you're going to pay him a ton of money. If if you're going to sign him to a long-term deal, you would have that money anyways. So he'd be one of the top three paid, highest-paid quarterbacks in the league with that kind of a contract. That's how the league works. We, we talk about that. Stafford was the highest-paid quarterback, and guess what? Now it's a team-friendly deal. So that's just the way things are structured. Yeah. And if you're so, if you're going to find out how much this injury affected his career, this is the this is the year to do it. Yeah,
0: I guess that that makes sense. I, I guess I'm more on the side of he's not a very good quarterback, and that's where I I'm at. Um, there, there's I, one if,
1: there's one thing though with the Cowboys they had, what top three offense in football when he was healthy? Yeah, and then they become one of the worst teams in football with him out of, out. Of, of the position, you know, when he's gone, their offense was terrible. And, yeah. now, and now it went from wide receiver saying, "Well, you gotta, you gotta take into account how high, uh, you know, how many yards their offense produces because it's kind of misleading how good they really are because they just have tons of yards." To the complete opposite, where you're like, "Well, I mean, seventy yards and that offense is really good." Mm-hmm. So it's all about perspective. With you know, with Dak, I I don't know if he's good enough to be a winner, but he's definitely good enough to pay. You know somebody's gonna gonna want him as their franchise quarterback.
0: Yeah, I guess I, I mean that makes sense. And I, I, I guess yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's as no brainer as as Greg says it is. I guess there there's definitely arguments both ways. I'm more more lean towards getting rid of him. Uh, a couple other names that were on this uh, no brainers list: Allen Robinson for the Bears. Um, that one is is tough. I, I don't really know. Uh, I get why you'd want to keep him. He's very good, but. It seemed like a damaged relationship last year, and I don't know if that's fixed just with Mitch Trubisky out. Like, that's really the only difference is who's the quarterback going to be. They don't know. Um, yeah, it almost seems like there's a higher
1: chance he's going to be gone yeah. than with the Bears next year. And so one thing
0: that he, he did mention is he could be the type of player that you tag and trade. Um We'll we'll get into that when we start talking a little bit about uh, Kenny G. Um, But also Chris Godwin for Tampa Bay, wide receiver. uh, Taylor er, Moton, uh, offensive tackle for the Panthers. Uh, And then the last one on his no-brainers list was Kenny Galladay. Uh, And and this is what he says. He says, like Allen Robinson, this is a potential tag-and-trade scenario. It doesn't make a ton of sense uh, for the rebuilding Lions to pay Galladay nearly $16 million for 2021 only to lose him next offseason but it even it makes it even less makes even less sense to see one of their few home t- homegrown stars leave for nothing uh, more than a potential com- com- I cannot compensatory li- compensatory I had such a hard time saying that word uh, draft pick uh, NFL network insider Ian Rapoport confirmed Kenny Galladay uh, is expected to be tagged um, if Detroit can't sign him to long-term deal, uh, which makes sense uh, because he's a young player worth building around. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this one, Ryan. Do you, would you or would you not tag him in this scenario? I guess, what is your dream scenario with, with Kenny Galladay, what you do with this?
1: I, I'm actually in, in favor. If you're not going to come to a long-term agreement right now, um, especially after an injury-riddled season that he had with Detroit this year, if we can't come to a decision, I think the best thing is to, to hold on to him one more year. And be I only say that because teams that are in this rebuilding or, like, an unknown phase might strike gold with something going on. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, the Lions offense with this new coaching staff, with uh, bringing in uh, – what's his name? Help me out. Quarterback. Uh, J- Jared Goff. Yeah, with Jared Goff coming in, like, you don't know exactly how this offense is going to look. It might be better than everybody's thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So if that is the case, he might develop a really good relationship with Jared Goff and Kenny Galladay. They might they might actually uh, work really well together. You yeah. don't, you don't know how that's going to unfold as we move forward into the, into this next season. So I think it is worth. Probably investing another one-year thing, you know, like it's not the biggest commitment in the world. It's not throwing away sixteen million dollars. This guy brings in money mm-hmm. with with the revenue just because of uh, the big name that he is. Yeah. So it's not like it would be a bad investment or a poor investment for the Detroit Lions for one season. So I think yes, you do not let him walk away and just get a compensatory pick. Mm-hmm. What you do is you either work out the long-term deal or you don't, and you and you tag him. Yeah. I think I, I think he's worth it. I do.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree with you in that I the I think sixty million dollars would be worth like alone like having a, a legitimate option for Jared Goff and if like you said it turns into something good what does what does that do that boosts Jared Goff's trade stock um, if and when that that can happen you know what I mean if he doesn't yeah. have a Kenny Galladay who the heck is he going to throw to who the heck is he going to be like look I can still play on a com uh, a competitive team you know what I mean the the Lions aren't go- going to win. They're not going to be a successful team this year. There's no question about that. The only question is, is can you turn Jared Goff into a legitimate quarterback? Right. Or your quarterback
1: of the future, or are you moving on for him? Right, and, him? and Kenny Galladay is the difference between this wide receiver core, however it ends up being put together through the draft or through free agency. Yeah. Kenny Galladay makes a huge difference with this core because he can be the number one option. He can be a legitimate weapon yep. for Jared Goff. Or next season, and if he's not there, you're starting from scratch. You yeah. have nothing that you're working with. You have Uh Quintez Cephas and Quint- Geronimo Allison. Quintez Cephas, yeah, and Jeronimo. Who knows if Allison's even in the league anymore? Yeah. Like I haven't seen him this whole year. So Yeah,
0: well, he, he was out because of yeah. No, I'm just yeah, saying. I, I haven't seen yeah. him. You know,
1: he's. <laughs>
0: no, yeah. I mean, outside out of mind. I'm okay with it. It's not going to hurt this rebuild. No, that's I, the way I look at exactly, it. You have nothing to lose. It's short term. If you can make it work in this in this year's cap, do it. It's not going to prevent you from winning a game or two. It's gonna, you know what I mean. Like it's it's not gonna. It's not going to be the difference. It's not going to make or break either way. Yeah,
1: it's not going to lose you a Super Bowl. Yeah, in the end, there's there's
0: too much to just let him walk. You're losing too much by letting him walk. Um, you're the comp (laughs)
1: compensatory. Yes, so that,
0: that pick. Isn't good enough. And we have talked
1: we have talked on this podcast a lot about how we don't believe, and I think we're all on the same page, we don't believe it's a good thing for franchises to constantly get rid of their talent. Correct. You need to hold on to this stuff. And even if you're paying for them, okay, we'll we'll utilize the players when they're young to be the second, third, and fourth options. Yep. But that does not mean that you don't pay good players. I mean it doesn't mean you stay away from big contracts. It means that when you have them build around those key guys that are high character type of guys. And that might be really the the key in this whole thing because this coaching staff has talked a lot about high character, toughness, all yeah. these kind of attributes that they're looking for. So this might end up being the coach's decision when they talk to Kenny Galladay, when they try to figure out what kind of man he is, yeah. That might be the biggest difference in this whole in this whole discussion.
0: Yeah. And he seems like a good professional. I think there are questions with how, how last year went, was he truly injured too injured to play. I don't want to question the man's toughness, but there were those questions there. Um so I mean we'll we'll see. But I, I like that that perspective of this is the coach's decision in a lot of ways of If they look at this guy in the eyes, it's kind of like going to the mound, uh, a manager, going to the mound, looking at him him in the eyes, and be like, all right, do you got another out in you, or am I pulling the plug on you because you have fear in your eyes? What do you look at when you have this sit-down conversation with Galladay? Are you in it for the long haul? Are you in it for the team, or are you in it for yourself? If you're in it for yourself, we'll tag you and trade you, or walk, or something like that. You know what I mean?
1: We can can find something to do with you other than... Playing for this team
0: exactly. So he did come up. Uh, when I say he, uh, Greg Rosenthal, uh, NFL.com. He went on and, and he had some yeses. So basically, guys that he thinks should be tags but tagged, but um, aren't necessarily no brainers. He had Justin Simmons for the Broncos, uh, who's a safety. Carl Lawson for the Bengals, who's a DE. Marcus May. Uh, safety for the Jets, John Johnson. Safety for the Rams, Leonard Williams. DE for the Giants, and then Aaron Jones, running back for the Green Bay Packers. I wanted to throw this in there for Mike's sake, throwing you a bone here. Let's see if we can talk football civilly um, between us. Uh, no, I'm just honestly though. Like, what, just what, kidding, that would never happen. Yeah, what, what do you want to happen with Aaron Jones?
2: Uh, in a perfect world, yeah. I want to keep him, but we're in uh, we're in a serious cap crunch, so we're trying to figure there this yeah. thing out. And honestly. I don't expect him to be tagged or re signed. I, I gotta no. be honest. No, I don't. Well, you, I so, mean, you,
0: you drafted Dylan for, for that reason, right?
2: Yeah, we drafted Dylan for that reason, but the production that we got out of Aaron Jones was so unique. I don't think he's replaceable.
0: No, I agree with you on that. He fits so well
2: in that offense. He does. And however, you know, how long is it gonna last? I, I, I cannot see this team giving him a, a four or five year deal. Because he may only last two more seasons yeah. doing the kind of things he does, and he's good at it. But I, I mean, look at Le'Veon Bell. He jumped, you, he yeah. went from the top down to darn near the bottom. He, yeah. His production is just so low. It, it, there's there's yeah. nothing that interests me about signing Aaron Jones for another four to five years. Yeah, I, you, we we got lucky, and I'm hoping that we can get at least half the production with AJ Dillon. And then it looks like Jamal Williams. He's got a heart for the team in the city, and he wants to stay on. And that might yeah. get him pretty far, and maybe give the team some sort of discount moving forward. But I, I don't see them signing ReJones. Yeah, I, I'd be Jones.
0: I'd be really interested in on what the, like Aaron Rodgers has to say about it. because I feel like this window <laughs> is closing. It's closing on Aaron Rodgers. Um, mm-hmm. Can the tri- transition to Love actually happen? I mean, all joking aside. I mean, it, it it's coming. Whether it's this year. Or next, I mean, it is coming quick. So will they, you know, put another you know flame on the fire of burning this bridge with Aaron Rodgers? I feel like letting Aaron Jones walk—that would be big. Could be a final nail in the coffin type thing with that relationship. Whether it's not saying twenty twenty one, he's not going to be your quarterback, but more or less saying basically he doesn't have love for the city and just talking Aaron Rodgers, like making him happy it seems like bring him back and, and this is one thing that uh, Rosenthal said and we do should, should wrap this up um, but uh, he said he had Jones listed the category below which was uh, do not tag um, until he, he he was notified that basically a tag for a, a running back is only eight million dollars a year and for, in my opinion if you guys can't make eight million dollars work that's that's another issue, an issue above itself. Here, eight million dollars doesn't seem like that much for a year, but I mean, is that where you guys are at? Like, you can't it, even afford that.
2: It doesn't seem like that much, but once this past season ended and we got into the off season, we were—I think we were twenty-five million over the cap.
0: Over, okay.
2: And, Expecting and it
0: to go up, and it didn't. Did it go down? I don't no, really even did, think. Yeah, did it,
2: did it it go it? up. I think it. No, I think it went down. I think the ceiling it's went up, or sorry,
0: the the basement went up, but I don't think the the. I think the ceiling went down. Oh, just I a touch. I saw reports but,
2: about that. I'll, I'll look it up but nonetheless it, like <laughs> it if it were to come to light that Aaron Rodgers wants Aaron Jones to stay yeah it's up to him to let green bay restructure uh, on a mutual type of decision because yeah. his his contract is heavy and he wants another contract to finish out his career there and if that's if this, if both sides decide to do that great, great but he needs to somehow restructure to keep Aaron Jones if that's what he wants. Yep,
0: I agree with that. It is time to introduce our Michigan beers for this episode, but before we do, I want to remind everyone of our partner Sicily Annals Market. They're simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth a short drive for what they have to offer. Whether they know what you want or need some help from their expert staff, Sicily Annals Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. They obviously have a great selection of craft beer. They also have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. Siciliano's Market also has the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the state of my sports family, and it is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode, so please check them out and let them know that we sent you. All right, today I am drinking from Arbor Brewing Company, which is in Ypsilanti, Michigan, uh, Tropitango Buzzsaw IPA. I don't know if you can see the can here, but really nice-looking can. And and by the time this episode's over, I'm going to peel it because they put a label over the can that, that it actually is, so I want to figure out which can that is. I always like doing that. Everybody always does – like people do that a little too much, and I, w- I want to see what it is. But anyway, so this is their uh, Buzz Saw IPA. It's got some uh, pineapples, uh, some mango, I believe – uh, it's six point eight percent alcohol by volume. I mean, this is a really good IP. You know, like how uh grapefruit IPA for by parent has just it's it, it's true to its flavor that it's going for, and it's true to the IPA style. Yep. They do the exact same thing here. I'm a very big fan of this this beer so far. Um, we'll give it a grade here before, at the end of the episode. So please stick around with us. Um, but Micah, what are you drinking?
2: I'm br- I'm drinking from uh Territorial Brewing Company. In Springfield, Michigan, it's just outside of Battle Creek. I'm drinking their Tropical Storm Pete. Uh, their Tropical Storm Pete. It's a simple golden lager base, and it's brewed to show or uh, showcase the hops. And the hop blend consists of Citra, Lemon Drop, Centennial, and Strata. Strata. Yeah, I've never heard of Strata. That's new. Yeah. Um, but a, a little bit more on the brewery itself because I've never heard of them. And so far, their beer is good. Uh, they opened in 2014, and they have a local focus and love for the city of Battle Creek, which I love when breweries tell me that because they they love the people. They love the community. And I, I think it actually does something to the beer. It, it helps you. I mean, don't you work better when you're in more of a comfortable environment? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, mean, it's, I don't know. I've never been comfortable in my life. No. <laughs> <laughs> just worried about a guy. or what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so so Either they. That I sleep better. I don't know. They they have <laughs> a handful of uh, awards, but their highest beer honor was winning gold in the light lager category at the World Beer Cup for their BC Light, and they are the only craft brewery to win that award. That's pretty sweet. Which is pretty sweet. Yeah, And Good for them. the the last thing I wanted to point out is that they feature the largest beer garden in North America. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm having a hard time getting that through my head. Yeah, that so, sounds like something we got to do. <laughs> and it
0: comes Wait, with seriously?
2: 18 holes of disc golf and axe throwing. Holy. All right.
0: Disco,
1: so.
2: Ryan's,
0: Ryan's ears <laughs> bigger. You just hurt. said no, disco. Like, Wait, I was not
1: paying golf? attention, and then you were like... Beer garden, disc golf, axe throwing. That yeah. you just said those three things.
2: <laughs> we gotta go. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, and that's in Battle Creek. You said
2: uh, spring Battle Creek area. Yeah, ba- that's Battle Creek area. Yeah, okay. Dude, Battle Creek yep. has
1: awesome disc golf too. Just so you guys So
0: know. when I when I heard that the like true to to Battle Creek area, like how haven't they done like a Kellogg's Frosted Flakes beer yet?
1: Because people. Hate that place. Probably. Do <laughs> I don't know. No. I'm just. I'm just. That's where my. That's like, where my head goes. Serial City, there. right? Isn't
0: it Serial City? <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Like, I pulse, remember yeah. like the ice rink. The ice rink, which was just a disaster I... of a barn. That place was awful. And playing against those a holes was the they... worst. They were always <laughs> you. the worst team to play against. It usually would end with cops being called as we got older. But, yep. um, but you could see like the the Kellogg's factory from from the parking lot and yeah. stuff as a train cool. flies by and makes it so you can't leave for an hour and a half. But <laughs>
1: Other than that, <laughs> I like the place. <laughs> Ryan, what are you drinking? <laughs> yeah, Ryan. I was just gonna look up. So, anyways, um, I am drinking. Hold on, you guys caught me off guard. I didn't know. Is this Sorry. exclamation merc? That's what it's called? called. Yeah. All right, so it's exclamation merc from Austin Brothers Beer uh, Company. We, we we love these guys. They're awesome. Where are they? Where are they? Uh, out of guys. Oh man, I should know this. That's what I was. I have got Google pulled up. Milford.
3: Oh It doesn't man. say, does it? I, I Alpina.
2: I love their
1: beers so
0: much. Yes. They, oh it's Alpina. Alpina. That's, yeah. It I Seems like it we should a, know that after well, like twenty-five of their beers we've done in the last. And I'm an, six an Alpina homer, sort <laughs> of. I
1: had to there at some point in my life, but anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- this is just a, a New England style IPA, seven point two percent. And so far, it's it's just what we have come to expect from Awesome Brothers. It's it's really easy yeah. to drink and it and it tastes great.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to try that. Um, But we are going to move on.
1: With. (laughs) The final buzzer has sounded, but the fun doesn't stop. DraftKings Sportsbook and Casino has hundreds of casino games available to play across Michigan. Yes, that even includes your couch. Right now, first-time DraftKings Casino customers can receive a deposit bonus of up to $1,500 plus $10 in free credits. Download the DraftKings Casino app right now to see how
0: you could become DraftKings' next big winner. DraftKings Casino app has hundreds of ways to play. Choose from slots, blackjack, roulette, and so much more. DraftKings is U.S.-based, making it safe, secure,
1: and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code MIBETS to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,500. That's promo code MIBETS to earn a deposit bonus of up to $1,500. And if you take advantage of this right now, DraftKings will give you $10 in free credits. That's code MIBETS to receive these great offers. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 or older, Michigan-only, restrictions apply. Deposit and bonus amounts require 10 times playthrough at various contribution rates. See draftkings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions subject to regulatory licensing requirements.
0: Get rid of the scroll. That's the only thing. Um, but, anyways, what we're going to talk about next is uh, some college basketball. We got we got two teams that are worth talking about here for, for totally different reasons. Um, but I mean, the tournament is. It's Michigan just a State. One week. of them. Yeah, we're going to talk Michigan. Oh, we're okay. going to talk got Michigan it. State. Um, but what we're going to do is is start with Michigan and really talk about. I, I want to start with with the win that they had against Ohio State. So currently, Michigan eleven one in conference. They're leading the, the pack there, sixteen and one overall, uh, number three in the country, only behind twenty two and Gonzaga and seventeen 0 Baylor. Um, but like I said, I want to really focus on on the win that that they had there. Um, they will beat Ohio State at Ohio State, ninety two to eighty seven. Ryan, I mean, what did you see in that in that game that that impressed you the most?
1: Oh, it was an awesome game. I mean, it was just so competitive, right? They were playing the number four team in the country. It's Michigan, Ohio State. There's there's so much at stake, and you know, they're only a couple of games removed from that long layoff too. Yeah, this Michigan team. So one they game. one game, right? They they beat Rutgers, right? If I'm remembering right, and then they come right into this. Well, they beat Wisconsin. Two. Okay, two sorry. And, and, sorry, and Rutgers. Okay, so Wisconsin, Rutgers, and then they go into this. So what a stretch of basketball for for Michigan at this point. I I just thought with this game, you saw. Um, I think the biggest thing is how composed this team really is. Their senior leadership uh, stood out to me with handling the ball, but then yeah, but then they always had their rock, which complete opposite of the senior. Their freshman Hunter Dickinson, yeah, is he just has such good feet, good hands, good great awareness. He knows where he is. All the, he makes the right decision. Yeah, so he gets the ball and he figures out how to get a, a high. Percentage shot
0: Yeah, What did he end up with Was it 22 t- overall I, I think it was 22 points If I remember right And I should have had that Written down But I, I think it was Right around there And it was a quiet 22 points
1: Yeah, you know well, what I mean until, like, the, until the end When they when they needed him To step yeah. up And he made the right play Time because after time Because they
0: did it They did it in, in the first half At the three point line I mean what, yeah. They were I think they hit it like 10 or 11 threes In the first half and that, more threes might be, than twos yeah. yeah something like that um, That's what kind of allowed them to stay
1: in the game, I think, because Ohio State came out and played very, very good basketball. You could see the talent that Ohio State has. Yeah. They are a very talented team, super athletic, great shooters. Uh, they can get to the rim. They can block shots. They're they're good.
0: Yeah. And and they did it against a very good Michigan uh, defense. But I think Michigan's like poise. I think I think you already said poise, didn't you? Yeah. And just the way that they they executed was it was unbelievable they were taking punches to the head left and right right to the jaw and they would just give it right back and they were so um, methodical with what they did because it started with getting open threes and they hit them and when as soon as that started going quiet they started going down low dickinson took the game over and and just all over like it just it was one player after another I mean, it was Mike Smith early on, and then it turned into uh, Dickinson and like Franz Wagner hit a massive three at one point where it could have got out of hand. Yep, livers and 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 livers Yeah, it was. And and defense is is really good too. And I mean, they scored what eighty seven against, which doesn't really get you too excited defensively. But I mean, they did their job, and it was such a fast paced game. Uh, it could have been a lot worse, I think. You know, it was fast paced, but it
1: wasn't chaotic, and, and, and you didn't see the turnovers team. for yeah. either team. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what I what I think stood out to me is the length of Michigan because when Ohio State they just couldn't match them blow for blow. When they would get the ball down low, there were there were too many times where Michigan had three guys that could step in, and they're all the same height. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Isaiah Livers. Big dude. Yeah, he, he can he can guard the rim. You've got Hunter Dickinson. You've got uh you you've got Franz Wagner. I mean these are like legitimate long yeah long big athletic women's. big strong guys. <laughs> yeah yeah. So I think it, they match up really well over time. So w- what you saw is Ohio State played a great game and they just they didn't have enough firepower. They kept digging back or going back to their one on one type of basketball. And yeah. in the end, Michigan's consistency with their passing. With their control, with their you know non turnover type of basketball, just wore them out at the end. Yeah, it, it was they outlasted them. Yeah,
0: and it was uh, just another way that they can win. You know what I mean? I I didn't think. Well, I, I shouldn't say I didn't think. I don't think we've seen them win a game like that yet you know what I mean, that the another team's offense was executing and was that athletic and was putting up points, and they just kept responding. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't seen it that way. That is a very important thing to see before you head into the tournament, especially coming off the long layoff. Like, they were dialed in on both sides of the ball, and they they won in a way that you're going to have to win in the tournament. And I think that's a very, um, at least for me, comforting thing because I I was wondering, you know what I mean, because um, you're it's gonna a take test. people's you're gonna get people's bests in the tournament and you got Ohio State's best. They're a top four team, top four or five? Four. Four number four. Top yeah. four team. They only dropped a five, so they're right still right there, right? Um, in the country, and you took their best and you still beat them. <laughs> and I think that's very impressive. Yeah, I, th- very, I very saw.
1: Impressive. I saw a three point shooting was absolutely terrific from Michigan, especially in the first half. But then the trust that these seniors have in a freshman down low to make the right decision. Mm-hmm. I mean that that just speaks volumes to what how they think of him. Yeah. I mean, he's the leading scorer on the team right now. Um but we're talking late in game. We're talking like when it really really matters, not just first quarter drive dump dunk it. It's yeah. not, it's not like that. Like he was making plays down low when they needed it the most and his footwork I mean, it, it blew me away. It really did. Like, I, I knew how good this guy was or I felt like I did, but he just showed me another level to his game. He, yeah. he's, a, he's a stud of a center.
0: They have so many ways to beat you, and that's, I think, the most exciting thing at, coming from a Michigan fan. is like no matter who they face, they can find a way to win. Um, will they that that's that 's the biggest question um but currently they're they 're in line for number one seed that 's what people are talking about um they're going to be probably the third number one seed is what they 're saying you never know what happens especially down the stretch here um i mean it, it, is there obviously you lose out you lose in the tournament the the big ten tournament you can lose that number one seed very quickly um but i mean what do you see like is there actually a way for them to lose that, do you think, other than the, the crap hitting the fan? Or have they already proven that they deserve that seed, number one seed? And it's not just because, um, <laughs> you know, how good they are, but, like, the teams that they're competing for that one seed again Yeah, they are doing the, the teams that the they've the been beating, the Big Ten. You got Illinois it's a and Ohio State
1: right behind them. Uh, Illinois
2: well, Illinois is going to
1: lose. Did they lose already?
2: They went
1: down. They just lost to Michigan State, which Good we'll talk for, about yeah, in a little we'll while. Yeah, we'll talk about that so, in no, a just a uh, minute. We're, we're talking about the deepest conference in college basketball yeah. by far. It's not even close. Uh, the ACC is down right now. The, the SEC is down. The Big Ten is it. Like they've got they've got by far the most the best coaches and the most talent in in their conference. And Michigan is wiping the floor with them. They're eleven and one in conference, sixteen one overall. Yeah. And and they really deserve to be in this top tier because the top tier that we're talking about are the obvious Gonzaga and Baylor who yep. haven't lost yet. Yep. And then you've got Michigan with one loss. Behind that, we were talking <laughs> about Michigan State. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, Ohio State who has five losses. Yeah. You know, all five in conference that. That also with their schedule that Ohio State has played, for them to be twelve and five in the conference and eighteen and five overall, just adds to the impact that the Big Ten could have on these these teams, these mm-hmm. really good teams. Yeah. So Michigan has gone through that already. I don't see any way where they're not one of these number one seeds. I think they've earned it at this point, I do too. and they'll stay there. Yeah. They've I think
0: it. I think you're still a couple wins away, but I mean, basically, you're you're there is way way I look at it um so so the, what the remaining schedule looks like you got, like, you got number number nine Iowa then you play at Indiana uh, then you play against uh, Illinois who obviously just went down but that's who you're fighting for the big Ten the regular season big 10 title against uh, you got a few games in hand or I think a game and a half um, but I mean it's still it's still there they already have four big ten losses So who? Illinois? Illinois to Michigan's one. So you should I mean it should be very close being wrapped up. You gotta seal the deal here soon. Uh but then you got Michigan State back to back, which I mean, how cool is that? That'll be such a fun way to end the regular season. They threw in a couple games here to make it so they have a a fuller um schedule with what they went through with with canceling games. Uh but I mean, man,
1: they're they're a fun team. This is very exciting. This is a tough schedule to
2: end. Hey. It is. Oh. It is. It's a but great if gonna, test. If, you,
1: if you're going to earn it, though, let's earn it.
2: Yeah. Hey, I would love to see that test between Gonzaga and Baylor, but I don't think they're going to reschedule. Baylor. No. Were they supposed to play each other? Yep. Oh,
0: and they just canceled it. Good for Post- them. It's postponed. Smart. Still, <laughs> That's you just know so it's going to turn into a cancel. That's I mean, a little smart. Yeah, it's smart. It's crap. <laughs> That's so good. Um, but yeah, I mean, speaking of earning it, we we should really move on to uh, Michigan State here. Um, I mean they're they're sitting here. At, Congrats! I mean they just won, so my, my numbers are going to be a little off. Uh, but let's let's see if I can do the math in my head. Just you give just them one more one, win, right? Yeah. All right, so they are six and nine in the Big Ten, uh, twelve and nine overall. Uh, currently not even on I'm on, on the most people's you know first four out lists that was going into today. They won. Yep. That is a. Absolutely great start for what they need to do to, like, to make this tournament.
1: Against a really good Illinois a team. Really
0: good Illinois team. And I think you I don't think you can overlook that of, of what they just did. Um and, and two against two. I mean the very, very good for them.
1: Number five. Actually.
0: Number five in the country Illinois is what they were five. at. Um I mean obviously that that that's a big win. You got Ohio State coming up next, I believe, right? That's Thursday. Yep. Ohio State, Maryland, Indiana, and then you got back-to-back with Michigan. That is their schedule. So they they sealed the deal against Illinois. How many of these games do you think that they have to win? Do they have to win out? Maybe win you know, I was going to say 3 of the 4 against the Illinois, Ohio State, and the Michigan games? Is that is that fair? Well,
1: they they already so beat Illinois. I think yeah. if they were to beat the two the two games against Michigan and one game against Ohio State, if they need if they win two of those, they have a real case of getting in with, yeah. a, with a worse record than a lot of other teams. Mm-hmm.
0: Keep in mind that you you got to have a good showing in, in the Big Ten tournament. That that's always important. In well, that's I, don't a I don't know, massive question. We're
1: talking about Ohio State, who's now number yeah. five in the country. They just beat Illinois, number five. I don't even know where Illinois was before that. Maybe five or six. I think they were five going into. Yeah, today. so they just beat the number five team right. in the country. If yeah. if you get if you three, beat the number five three number wins four. At, at top five teams in the country, I'm three sorry, point. like that that that's exact, shows yeah. With a Tom Izzo-led team, the, the committee's going to love that. No, so, I, I agree with that. So I think and the big wins at this point is what Michigan State needs more than volume.
0: Okay. No, that makes sense. Obviously, you can't drop a game against Maryland or Indiana. That, that's important as well. The good teams. But if you can still win those games like that, that's the key. So you, you would say, so here we are. They beat Illinois. So you, would, you, would you say two of the next three would be enough? Sorry, to, of the Ohio State-Michigan games? You win two of those games. I,
1: I think if they win two of those games, yes, that it's would be a, enough. It's
0: almost like a no-brainer at I, that point. I think you kind of have to. Big,
1: big wins. And it, they're not. It's not going to be a good seed or anything. We're not asking for that. Yeah, but, yeah. But they're at least Just getting it. They're at least Making proving the that they deserve to play with the top tier of, of teams. And if you're competitive in the top tier of teams, then you're going to get on TV. That's that's what they want. They want competitive games. Yeah. They want big names, especially. They want especially, the fan base yeah. of Michigan State and Tom Izzo. And, and, okay, this team is really talented. I, I don't care what their record shows right now. We went through their preseason. We were all super hyped about this team. That has not changed. They've just played terribly. Mm-hmm. They, they've been an awful team, and we knew that had the potential of getting there because of kind of the way their roster's made up, but they also have the potential of dominating against really, really good teams.
0: Yeah, I, I think it'll be very interesting if if this was. And obviously, we didn't get to watch the game, but we'll go back and watch it and and see w- how they did it. But it's of what course. was what was I've the final score? Stats. What was the
2: final score here? Eighty one to seventy. That's a pretty pretty solid win. It's a collective effort too. It was it was about ten points I saw
1: throughout the game. I yeah, think really so it early wasn't on.
0: like a, a late game, like you all of a sudden pad you know the stats and and get. You know, turn a five-point game into a ten-point game or anything like that. I mean, who knows if it did, but th- if they had a lead from start to finish, like that is what's impressive against that good of an Illinois team.
2: They basically had the lead most of the time,
0: and that that's that's exactly what this team needs. They yeah. need to win. They need to, you know, prove that they aren't winning with a fluke. And a win like that, doesn't sound like it was a fluke. Um, so I think that that's really important. Um, I mean, really outside of that, I mean, I. I I looked at this year, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong to, to do this, but I hear a lot of people saying, oh, this is the end of Izzo. He's he's washed out. The game's passed him by. I look at this as a very difficult year, and I, I compare it a little bit to Michigan football because here I am as a Michigan fan. That's just where my brain goes. But it's like this COVID season is very, very strange. It was strange in football. It was strange in basketball. And it can affect those top programs more then, then there really are. And sorry, Michigan football is not a top program. I shouldn't say that, and people will probably get offended they by that. They will be with J.J., uh, right? But, yeah, right. Let's not turn this into a Michigan football talk, <laughs> uh, unless you want to. Do we, <laughs> are, do we have a little uh, le- header All for right, that I'll or see. not? Right. <laughs> no, but, like, I looked at it as Izzo's not washed up. He's going to continue to bring in talent. It is just a a blip in the radar. It is just a, a small – it is the COVID season, and I think that's – Fair to say for this for this team and that's fair to say for Michigan football as well is do you let's focus on Michigan state is it fair to say that about Michigan state here
1: yeah I mean it doesn't help them yeah they got off to a great start and then they just they tanked they they went through the worst stretch of Michigan state that we've seen in a long time mm-hmm. and and at that point then then they went and what well, they take off like two to three weeks. Yeah, as a program. Yeah, it was around that. And yeah. we, we thought they were going to come back. We actually mentioned it on the podcast that we thought they were going to come back. They thought we thought that they would have their act together and get things straightened out and they didn't. Mm-hmm. And, and it has more to do with, with the way the individual players play on the court. The, they don't have the ball movement movement that they should. They don't have the offensive uh, you know, high-powered kind of offense that we thought they would have. Um, but with these last couple wins, you can see things turning around they are relying on their seniors and their upperclassmen to turn this around and aaron henry has been playing great basketball lately how how did he do today he had 20 points 9 of 19 shooting six rebounds five assists so that tells me that he's got the ball in his hands all the time leads the team in scoring and five assists that means he's making he's being the decision maker for this team and I'll, i'll bring it up rocket watts was kind of the x factor for this team we talked about how he was going to. Uh, the team would go as ju- as far as Rocket Watts. That's hard to say, Rocket Watts.
0: Not for me. Rocket Watts. I'm
2: very Rocket good Watts.
1: at talking. Anyways, Rocket Watts. <laughs> <laughs> this team would go as far as he would take them. And we've seen that because he has really, really struggled. He's not a. He's not been a great decision maker. Early on in the season, he was under control. All through the middle part of the season, he's been out of control. He's been moving too fast. He okay. doesn't make good decisions. He's been. He's been. Bad shooting the basketball, and he's turned into this more or less selfish type of player. Kind of a head case.
0: Yeah, when he's not it, when he's not hitting his shots, he's going to turn into that. And it's case.
1: affected everybody on the floor. this is my own opinion. Okay, but it's affected everybody else on the floor. And it's just they have not had the the chemistry on offense that you need to be a, a good team.
2: I I think to your point. I mean, he was fourth in minutes played today, and second in points.
0: So I mean, in I bet you if you go back and look at their their good wins, he's probably a big part of each win. He's a huge part. But in those wins, in those losses, he's a major part to those losses. I think like yeah. like you said, I mean, that, it sounds like, it's, and I think you talked about that in our in our season preview for Michigan State is he is the guy that's going to stir the drink. There is always Aaron Henry and stuff, but he's Rocket Watson is the key. He's got the to key play guy to
2: his potential.
1: Yeah, and and let's not. I completely agree with you. Tom Izzo is not done because of this season. We're talking about he lost Cassius Winston. Yeah. This this is the first year without Cassius Winston. That's a huge loss. Mm-hmm. Massive loss for this franchise. Or for franchise. For, for no nope. this team. Program. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk program about program yeah, is program, what you're saying you in college. So you lose you lose your, your leader that you've had for four years and now you're trying to find some sort of identity and when you thought you had it and it just isn't working out, that's tough to turn it around. And but but to say that he's done that would discount the talent that he's brought in with Julius Marble and and you know Marcus Bingham next year and Sissoko and Mar- Malik Hall I mean these are really talented Gabe Brown these are really talented guys that will be a part of something special yeah going into next year and the year after one thing that'll be really interesting
0: to see is like how many of these guys were were high end recruits and were looking to be the one and done you know looking to have a very good season and then moving on. Now they're they're going to be stuck here for probably another two years, and what can what can Tom Izzo turn into them? Turn these guys into in two years is going to be very interesting. I yeah, think look out for them because they're they're talented. They're going to be talented, and if this uh, guy from who, who's the the big name, uh, he's at twenty twenty two Armani Bates, Armani Bates, Bates, but he's trying to de- uh, classify as a senior this year so he can start coming in next year. You so watch, that'll he's gonna be go to the G League. that'll be very interesting. I think if you he think can so. bring in that type of talent, GV, that yeah. that is going to be interesting. But uh, hmm. we'll, time will tell. Uh, but what we want to no, do, but, but either sorry, way, yeah?
1: either way, they have the second best recruiting class in the Big Ten for next year. Who are they behind? They are behind Michigan because Michigan is by <laughs> far above everybody, every other team. As Michigan and I, State fans. Nope, no I, more. Not I, th- th- today. And I think they're number <laughs> seven in the country. So it's not like, yeah. again, like they're bringing in talent. They've got a th- one of the best coaches in college basketball. Do not think that Tom Izzo can't coach these guys up.
0: For sure. So it is, I think it's today.
1: Well, it is today for sure. It is I definitely today.
0: That. It's either today or when everybody's listening on Wednesday. I don't know and well, I don't tomorrow. really care. National Tortilla Chip Day. So what we're going to do is, is we're going to ask Ryan to, to strike up the music
1: here. You just gotta tell me
0: when the pick's in. That's what's important. Is is the pick is in is is the important thing. But also, as Ryan's, we gotta figure out who's going first. Do you want to do rock paper scissors?
1: That's the easiest way.
0: All right. Are we doing like
1: three way? Three way.
0: All right, ready? Rock paper scissors. Shoot. We just all do. We just all do scissors. This is terrible. This isn't that how you do? It? Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll hook us up. All right, Mike is gonna get this. But, anyways, a little <coughs> bit about National Tortilla Chip Day. Oldest to youngest. Um, you know. All right. So it says even though this is from the, the year at a glance. Maybe bump the music down just a touch if we could. You to do that? I don't know. I don't know. Was it a little? It felt loud. It felt. It feels loud. It feels loud. Who knows if it was. Um, But I apologize
1: if you can't hear it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. uh, It really doesn't matter.
0: We're going to talk about our favorite ways to eat tortilla chips, and obviously that's going to be with dip. Uh, We're going to do a little uh, chip dip draft. That's what we're going to do today. Um, But even though tortilla chips have always uh, been considered to be a Mexican food known as tostadas, they were first mass-produced in Los Angeles in the late 1940s, Rebecca Webb, ...something, uh, receives credit for making the crisp chips popular. Uh, She and her husband operated a deli and tortilla factory in Los Angeles. When the tortilla manufacturing machine discarded uh, the misshapen tortillas, uh, they realized uh, they could be cut into triangles and fried. So that's what they did. Uh, She then sold them for a dime a bag at the El Zarrape Tortilla Factory. Um, they received the Golden Tortilla Award in 1994 for her con- for their uh, contribution to the Mexican food industry. So that's a little bit about tortillas. Um, it's it's confirmed. It is confirmed.
1: Yep.
2: Yep. What is me, Ryan, Sam?
0: All right, Micah, Ryan, Sam, Snake Draft style. Um, I put a little options on there. I don't know if you guys want to use them or not, but. This is what we're gonna do, and we'll be fun. These maybe. are nice options. Thank you yeah. for providing yeah, you're these. You're welcome. Can we get a little more music in this? Little, little more sound. Now that oh I'm, now, now that I can, that don't have to read and high try to maintenance. think, I'm very high maintenance. Um, but anyways, also Ryan, make sure that you reset the music when, when we're going. Ah, and you can that's do a lot the, to ask. All right. Anyways, so Micah, you are on the clock with your first. Record. You guys want to do three or four picks? Let's
2: do. Let's do four. Let's do four. Four picks.
0: The Who pick has is the best? in. Oh.
2: With my first pick, I'm going with guacamole salsa.
0: Oh, what the what? Yep. That's what I wanted. I wanted that
2: guacamole salsa with it, your it first is. pick. It I'm seems like a reach. It's going to have is it tonight. He, yeah, it's, it's Isn't it Hardee's or something? Ryan, you got to set the music. Uh, Herdez, dude. <laughs> it's Herdez, and it comes <laughs> <I'm> reminded in reminded <laughs> you and everything. It comes so in mild and medium, and my favorite's medium. Medium, it's medium's guacamole best. guacamole salsa. Good. is so good. Where, where do you get it? Uh, Meyer. It's the Herdez brand, or it's probably... I ha- say Hardee's. Herdez, ha- but I can't roll my R's. No so. Hardee's. Yeah, my, Hair, oh, Hair, I didn't even think about that. Harry Dez, I Can don't hear that?
0: No, uh, yeah, but maybe a little
2: more. <laughs>
0: you get the, yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, Ryan, you're on the clock.
1: <clears throat> I, I, I get the guacamole salsa from uh, Target. Oh, you do? It, oh, it's so good. Yeah.
0: Is it a different brand than Hardee's? Yeah. Hard, Hard or Yeah, yeah. I don't Hardys. know what it is,
1: but it's it's really, it's like clean. Like, I, I could even eat it. Yeah? Really? Nice. Around my wife.
2: <laughs> so, are we going to your house after this? Uh, maybe. I don't know. We don't have it. All right, Ryan. All right.
1: You're still on the clock. Number one pick for me. The pick is in.
2: I know what he's doing. you going to go guacamole. Yep.
1: You do
3: know
2: what I'm doing.
1: I'm going pico de gallo. Oh, oh. I'm so
0: glad. I would never take that. I hate that stuff.
1: Oh, my gosh. I could live on it. <laughs> it's too healthy.
0: No, it's not even healthy. It might be healthy.
1: It's yeah, just not dude. good. It's
0: just too tomato-y for me. I don't like tomatoes. You know I don't like
1: tomatoes. Yeah, which is ridiculous because tomatoes are what makes salsa good.
0: But uh, it's too <laughs> tomato-y. They're chunked. Like I guess I don't like it's chunky tomatoes. salsa. I'm not yeah. a big chunky salsa guy. Anyways, I cannot believe this Anyways, is still on, on the clock or uh, available, but my pick's <laughs> in for, for my first pick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, it like, stopped everything else.
0: I'm doing guac. The standard guac. Well no good. black olives, please, Mom. Yeah. No, when you put black olives too. in it, I'm not a big fan, but I'll, I'll still suffer through it. But please don't do that Sam, to that's me that's your anymore. sister. My sister said that, too? No.
2: Brittany makes it with olives. Oh, it's my sister that does?
0: Time. Oh, I'm going to have to have a talk with her. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. My second pick is in.
1: <laughs> Struggling.
0: I'm going queso. I love me some queso. I actually, hey, I had chipotle today, uh. but they didn't have queso blanco. It tasted awful. It was the worst. I
1: had chipotle today too. Did you? Yeah. Did they have queso blanco? I never have queso. Yeah. I don't go queso. I go guac, man. You do both? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the come queso on. guac you combo. Not do both. Get out. I mean, those are here. my first two picks. Nobody's ever. <laughs> done
2: <the> Combo, <laughs> sir. What would you like for your meat? Guac. My first
1: two. <laughs> duh. All right,
2: queso. I went. I
1: went uh, pico and guac. That's what I did with that.
0: Don't put pico on stuff. Oh,
1: get out of here. All right, the pick is in. (laughs) I think. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's in. Now it's in. All right, with my second pick, I am going to go spinach artichoke. Uh, That's not a a bad pick. I
0: can't believe that made it that far. That's such a good one.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly thought that you guys would go with that over the guacamole. So pit.
0: my my question here. So I, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm a tortilla chip guy. But what? So you know how like when you order, spinach artichoke chick, you know what I'm saying? I did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, they they bring out the little like the the bread. So you have like yeah. half a plate of bread, half a plate of chips. Yep. Are you more of a chip guy or are you more of a bread guy?
1: Oh, I go
2: chips.
0: You you seem like more of a bread, bread guy. I'm of more course. of a chip guy too. Yeah, I go chips. I like every the chips so much better. Yeah, but, it,
2: but it's got to be toasted. It can't be just be like the little, yeah, like the soft and bendy. And no, it's got to be toasted.
0: So John, nobody's talk, You haven't talked yet, but at the end of this, you're gonna tell us who has the best the best four. Who's John? So I'm gonna put you on the spot here. All right, so be ready. <laughs> you're gonna you gotta turn your mic on though. Don't forget to hit the
2: button. All right, Micah, you're on the clock.
0: Back to back picks.
2: All right, the pick is in. This is not on the list, and I'm so pumped. No one thought of this. Grandma <laughs> Ruby's corn salad goes great with chips, and I agree, yep. That it, it's already got little like chili cheese Fritos in it, mm-hmm. but it just gets classic corn salad. Oh, it's so good with We're chips. Let me start the music, Ryan. I would never forget that.
0: <laughs> no, I I think. Honestly, I put that on there. I was So when I was creating some of the lists, I put Mexican corn is the way it came up on Google. So I put it as that. But, yeah, you're, okay. you're right on that. All you're right, right on. Back-to-back back picks. You got right another yep. pick.
2: Pick is in. You guys, this is so easy. I know what you're doing. Buffalo chicken dip. Oh, so Are glad you, you took that. Out of Buffalo your dip.
0: I'm not a big Buffalo yeah, fan. Yeah, I'm not
2: either. I'm not a huge fan. Don't of get me the wrong, I'm, I'm I'm I like it.
0: <laughs> I like it, but I'm—it's it, always a disappointment to me. What? It should be better.
2: Like what? What would make it better?
0: I don't know. I'm not a big Buffalo fan. So let's yeah, I'm I'm not,
2: you I'm don't not like either. the spicy
1: it's or It's actually taste. grown on me in recent years, but it's not what it what everybody makes it out to be.
0: Yeah. like For me, like if I get Buffalo wings, I don't do Buffalo flavor. You like the honey
2: barbecue? Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. So, so of make Asian it like a honey. Zing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, spicy garlic. <laughs> make a spicy garlic chicken dip. <laughs>
2: That's that <laughs> should be not a, a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's <That's> a business <laughs> idea. Write it down.
0: Boom. Why doesn't B-Dubs do that?
2: they they should do. make like a they buffalo have like
1: 20 some flavors. I know but they should do it in dip style. You should always be able to do it in a dip style. You can you you can ask for that. What is a salsa bean dip that you've got written down? What are you talking about? Like a seven layer type Oh no, nope,
0: that's actually two different lines there. So there's salsa or just regular salsa
1: if we want to do that and there's bean dip. All right. My pick is in. I'm doing I'm not doing what you just described. I'm doing what I just described. A seven layer Seven-layer salad? Yeah, that's,
2: that's good. I had that on my list.
1: So good. Well done. Seven layers.
0: Anything with beans? Take it. I don't want it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could just say six-layer bean dip. Or I mean, <laughs> yeah. Six I don't like day. sour
0: cream either. There's sour cream in one you of the layers. five-layer. I, I mean, I don't know,
1: man. <laughs> However many you layers got, you want. Just I'm say not it. the one that subtracts <laughs> things. You subtract. I <laughs> subtract. And I add. You just take the worst <laughs> thing of everything.
0: Well. Not well. Away. All right. So I'm next, huh? I cannot believe salsa's still on the clock. I haven't even I haven't, I haven't said oh, okay. that yet. All right, so I'm going to take a chance here. I'm a big Salsa Verde guy. Oh, sorry, my pick's in. <laughs>
3: oh, just man, broke his own just, rule. Just, yeah, oh, I already man. gave it to
0: you. You didn't take it, and then you just <laughs> went on your way. I'm going Salsa Verde. Salsa I like the green salsa. That's, like, one of my favorite. Like, if you put, yeah, Salsa Verde. Okay. Right, the salsa music. Verde. How,
2: how spicy is that? <laughs> do you think? Like,
0: there we go.
2: I well, because some of them are different. So some of ex- them, ex- them are di- yeah, way how, different. How spicy do you like it?
0: I like a little bit of spice, but I think the way that the the green tomatoes kind of b- b- blended in, I don't know. It's it's I don't know. It's I'm kay. a big salsa I, verde guy.
2: I would I would challenge you to go to Lindo, Mexico on 28th Street in kind of Burlingame area. Yeah, and get their... Salsa Verde or their green sauce. Yeah. So good. It is so good. They,
1: I mean, they everything they have is,
2: it is top, top notch. Top notch. So good. All right. All right. It's all back you. Back.
0: My pick is in.
2: You seem stressed.
0: Taco Bell nacho cheese. It's
1: so good. So good. So bad, yet so good. I will quote my math teacher in high school. No, I will not eat anything that is <laughs> any cheese that is liquid at room temperature. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's hot. Like, I mean,
2: if yeah, it's, let it get to room
1: temperature. It's still liquid. It's
2: not cheese. Hey, question. It's good. <laughs> so it's tortilla tortilla chip day. Yeah. Do you like their tortilla chips? I'm
0: not a fan. I actually don't order their their chips and
1: nachos because
0: I'm not a big fan of their chips.
2: Really? Yeah. I think their chips are so good. Yeah, they're, really? they're pretty
1: good. They're not bad. Uh they're not like a Chipotle or anything like that. No, but like for a fast I'm not, food not even a big fan chip, of Chipotle really chips. Good. You don't
0: like the No, I think Qdoba has better
1: chips than Chipotle. Oh my gosh. That is not <laughs> true. <laughs> it's so good. you are driving me crazy. All right, right now. at the very end, we're <laughs> yeah, going f- to we're like going like to talk about tomatoes, who, has, beans who or Chipotle. made who the
0: best tortilla chips. We're going to end with that after John tells us who won this list. <laughs> Wait, are Ooh. we done? No, you guys have no. Yeah, let's be done here. I got four. You guys got three.
1: <laughs> that that gives me the advantage, right, John? <laughs> All right, I will go next, and right. your picks might uh, be in. Maybe I don't know. I'm trying to decide <laughs> what to He's do. He's running this right to the podium,
0: here. and his picks in.
1: I'm gonna go chili con queso. Oh, you dog! So good, damn, that. and it, it's I. It's just good, right?
0: It, yo, yeah, yeah. It, it, to me, this is I this is underrated. This is underrated because it's
1: better than just queso, right? It's chili con queso.
0: I wish I had both queso. Con and chili means con with. Queso. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had, beans or no beans because mean no beans. If there's beans in the con queso, then no. <laughs>
2: con, then no.
0: <laughs> 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 Say con queso again. Con queso, no. He's like no con queso, no. <laughs> no con queso for me. <laughs> well, we could turn with this Italian oh really fast. <laughs> <So that was laughs> yeah, we just went for reset the. Con queso,
1: no. All right, I, I go any anytime I can go Italian, I do.
0: So. <laughs> All right, so chili con queso. And Micah, last up. You're on, on the clock here.
2: Pick us in. You surprised me with that. With the last pick, I'm going with chili. Just chili. Just no queso. All right, no. We, <laughs> dead serious. Just chili. <laughs> Instead of crackers, because it's National Tortilla Chip Day.
0: Okay. No. Oh. I, oh. oh. not he bad. Says no. No, it's pretty good. Actually, I, I kind of agree with you. I do. But good. if that's the way we did it, like I would have burrito on my list. I would have. Like, should have.
2: <laughs> I should have. Like. I was gonna sense. say Chipotle, actually. Okay. Chipotle right. with tortilla. No,
0: I, I think that's a good pick. I think, I think you. I would will not. switch
2: it up.
1: No, no, you're good. I'll switch it up. You don't need to. We're saying no.
0: Yeah, you got this.
1: Okay. Alright, All right, I'll go chili. chili.
0: Chili. So we had con we had queso, we had chili con queso, and we had chili. Yeah, I wish we had this many <laughs> opinions about sports. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think chili I every single bite of my chili, I don't even need a spoon. Honestly. It's usually like a dip for my chip. I I, I would agree with you on that.
2: I I I went from crackers to tortilla chips the last year and it's so much better. I agree.
3: So 100%. much better.
0: All right, John. Let's get that mic open and tell us who has the the W here. Who who gets the victory?
3: I'm going to give you my best uh
0: You're good. Yeah, you're good. Best
3: solid. uh best Mel Kuiper impersonation here. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, I'm, I'm coming, coming in hot with a B minus for Mike on his draft grade. Oh, here. you got oh, I'm no. not a big fan of the first round pick of the guacamole sauce. So no. Not a fan, not a fan, not a fan. Third round <laughs> pick though, that buffalo chicken <laughs> dick. Buffalo chicken dip that rated high on my list, uh, uh, underrated. You got him at a at a steal, uh, but overall B minus. Uh, Ryan with a, I'm coming in with a B. There we go, baby. Pico de gallo, not a fan, not a fan. Oh, I geez. can't have it, can't have it. Spinach oak, artichoke dip or spinach artichoke dip? It's hard to say. Hard to say. I don't like it. <laughs> um, but hey, you got you got a steal there with a chicken or uh, the seven layer dip and sure the did. chili kind sure of Sam coming in with a C minus. <laughs> Come on, coming in with a B plus only oh, because let's go. Only because you no. put the Taco Bell nacho cheese sauce on your list. That's it. Oh, and so, the, man. the best chips out there, Adobe. Adobe. Ooh. Okay. Adobe.
0: I like it. All right. So let me ask you real quick. You don't have to reset the music. Right. Those are just like the yellow chips that you get from Meyer. If I if I took like what, what what did you want me to take in my fourth pick to to get an A? Because I'm I'm open for.
1: He said he didn't matter. All you did was take the Taco Bell and you won. Oh, that was the win. That was the win? The Taco Bell was the win or the loss? Or
3: there were a lot of Bs on the board. Yeah. Taco Bell, cheese sauce. Was it a good I'm, thing? I'm a huge queso fan. There you All go. Right. I like it. That's so what got for so you. also verde, though. Uh huh. And <laughs> again, guac with no olives. I don't care if there is olives. I'm not a guac fan. Oh man. Woo. Period. <laughs> so with that like green color, I don't know. Michigan. So John, oh, he likes like man. two things then. <laughs> oh, I do like queso and uh chili sauce. That's All right, perfect. Sauce, adobe chips. Loving All the right. Mel
1: Kiper reference
2: That was good. There. That was good. I, I didn't All even right. think about restaurant chips. I just thought store-bought bagged chips. Yeah, but, okay. Nicely done. No,
0: so he's got Adobe. Brian, your favorite chip, and it
1: can't be – It's your, your favorite chip can't be Chipotle. Like, their chips aren't good enough to be the favorite chip. Why, dude? They're lime. They're, like, lime and, and like, I don't even know what kind of salt they have on there, but it's probably from the Himalayas. <laughs> I'm sure – you know what I mean? It's got to be that because- From the Himalayan. Yeah, Himalayan pink salt or something oh, like that. Oh, man. I, it really could Chipotle's be- is your favorite? No, I'm not going to go with Chipotle. I'm going to go with- um, I'm going to go with- uh, Oh, man. Uh, Maggie's Kitchen- They have good chips. Has really, really good chips. And, and they do a really good job of just going like classic, massive shell type of tortillas that are just hard. That's what she said. That's- mm. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs>
0: you know what I mean though? Like it's just, just it's, hard. Yeah, it's
1: just like the classic Mexican chip. They have and I, good and chips. I love yeah. it.
0: Yeah. No, it's good. Micah, do you have one that stands Fried out tortilla. too? I have two um, that I'm gonna bring up. Yeah, I, I have two also. You
2: can't do that. I can. Well oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyway. As long as you don't take mine. So, you go uh, one, I go, go one, and you can go the other, okay. I'll go the other. So On the border, I like their chips. That was going to be one of mine. They have good chips. (laughs) 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 I hope I don't have your second one. No, I get to to go next.
0: Okay, this one's a stretch. King Clancy's from uh, Aldi. They have the best just in-store bag tortilla chips. King Clancy tortilla chips are amazing. So addicting.
2: You know who is up there with the bag chips, though? Who's that? Meyer is really good. Yeah, like I Meyer don't. Brand. The thing I don't like about Meyer brand yeah. is
0: they're all broken. The majority of them are broken, so that's where really? I, I don't like that. <laughs> it's just people got just like throwing bag, bags, bags <laughs> of chips around like <laughs> stocking the shelves. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it.
2: Okay, the second one. If you guys live in Gr, go check out Pepinos. Pepinos is good they, chips. They have upped their game through the roof. Their tortilla chips, I think, are probably cut up tortillas and then deep fried. It is so it should good. Be. The original. It's really, really good. That's exactly
0: h- what um, uh, Rebecca Webb Carzana pr- pictured when she invented the tortilla chip. Perfect. In Los Angeles. From the 1930s. Good old Rebecca. Back in 1940s.
2: I love That's when the they were 1940s. 1940s. Like so no- it says, nobody
0: yeah. Nobody came in up with In the
1: late 1940s. That? Yeah. Man. One, Anyways, of the, one of the most underrated inventions ever. What's yeah. your second one?
0: No, it was uh, On the Border. But, but I also really like adobe. I also really, really like, adobe. I also okay. really like right. adobe. Cool. Good. I mean, the, yeah.
1: You yeah. can go with a lot of different Mexican restaurants. They're they're all good. It's
0: kind of hard to get a tortilla chip wrong.
1: <laughs> but there are ways. But there are <laughs> ways to do it right.
0: <laughs> El Matador has really good tortilla chips.
2: Yep. What's the $2 bag at Meijer? Because I like those two. It's got a lady on the front. I'm thinking the Costco ones. The yeah, Costco ones sure. are better
0: than I don't than think I've ever had Meijer. Costco
2: yeah, ones. Yeah, they're solid. Yeah? Yeah.
0: All right, Ryan. Can you explain what Betting Hero is to our man? I don't know why you listeners. always do this to me,
1: but I will. I will explain this. So this th- Betting this Hero This is my way
0: of getting you to like talk yourself into actually signing up.
1: <laughs> well, I should. <laughs> I should because what what Betting Hero does is they provide a uh, one stop shop for all of the sports betting platforms to. Uh, to throw their information onto one platform. So they, they do the work for you. They go to DraftKings. They go to uh, – keep naming some – MGM. go to Hill. William Hill. They go to also the smaller Handle. areas in Michigan that you don't know about yet. They grab the best promo codes available at the time, and they display it for you. And so, so basically, if you're looking to get into sports betting, go to bettinghero.com. Right. Bettinghero.com. And then use promo code MIBETS. And what they'll do is anything that is legal in Michigan to do sports betting uh, through your phone, they have a promo code for you. You just go on there, you sign up, and then they'll give you the best offer from each one of these big time names or even the smaller market uh, type of sports betting For sure.
0: Yeah. And, and promos are, are really the best way to do it. You have promos going on. So it's not just like a promo when you sign up. Like all of these these great platforms, they have promos throughout the week. Like just randomly, uh, I think it was the Michigan-Wisconsin uh, game, FanDuel. They ha- had this crazy bet going on, and I signed up through through Betting Hero, went to FanDuel, and it, the fact that they already knew that I was going through Betting Hero, they, they knew that I was eligible for this promo. And I got like Michigan plus 82 or something like that. So I put fifty bucks on Michigan plus eighty two, made fifty bucks or forty eight and fifty or something like that, something crazy. But they were plus nice. eighty two. There, I was gonna cover plus eighty two. You're
2: racking it up.
0: Yeah, I mean that's just the good way to do it. So all these promos, it's not just the first time signups. They're always there for you. So sign up hero dot uh, Promo code MIBETS, and then all of those options will be there for you guys. And um, that's the best way you guys can support us. We obviously don't have a way. Uh, we're not doing the – what's what's the thing that people do on, on podcasts that you can sign up for and you give, like, extra content and they pay you for it? Uh uh, you know what I'm talking about? Bribery? We, uh, we yeah we, we don't do any of that. That's honestly the best way you can uh, support us is, is by supporting our sponsors, and that means a lot to us. And, and Patreon? That, and we don't do Patreon. Patreon? Yeah,
1: thank you. We don't do it because we don't want to rip you guys off. We want to give yeah. you everything that <laughs> we want to say. <laughs> exactly. So Go win uh, money. we don't want to talk. <laughs> until we
0: sign up for Patreon in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> patreoncom backslash, uh, state of my Am I a bet or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but anyways, uh, like we're 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 taking a little break from doing our our normal picks. Uh, but Trav is going to come up with a pick of the week. I'm going to come up with my Wednesday parlay. Uh, so what we're going to do is start with Trav's pick of the week. What he is saying is he said take the under in the MSU-OSU game on Thursday. Uh, the lines aren't out yet, so so it's a little tough, but Trav believes there is going to be a, you know, a lot of action on, on the over, and, and it's going to be over. Uh, the, the points are going to be a little higher than usual, especially after what happened today. He actually already texted me. He's really worried about this pick of the week, and he's like, they're, it's just gonna go any, even higher. So take the under is what he's saying. Um, the last time they played on January 31st, uh, they combined f- combined for 141 total points. Uh, you combine that with what the OSU did uh, against Michigan. Um, he thinks the over is going to be roughly 143, and he even, like I said, texted me, he said it might even be like 147. So he's very confident that the, the number is going to continue to go up. So put the money on the under. He thinks it's going to be like a 73-60 game. Um, so if the under is set around 140, uh 145, as he expects. He, he thinks it's a very safe bet to take the under in total points for that game. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, for my Wednesday parlay. So I am 0-1. I, I I got a little greedy last week. It didn't go well. Um, but what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to talk I'm going to take the Rangers plus 1.5 against the Flyers. This is on Wednesday. All these games are on Wednesday. Rangers are coming off a 4 1 win against the Caps on Saturday, and will be coming off some very good rest. Uh, the Flyers will be coming off the long weekend on Lake Tahoe. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched that, but the game started, then it got delayed, and it was just a big disaster. you say they very, were coming off tough. Of
1: very good, very great rest? That's what I said, yeah. very. They're coming off very great rest. Rest. Very great. Okay. No, he said great. some good rest. I said right. some good, maybe. I don't know. Who Very, knows what great I said? Good rest.
0: Uh, the Flyers are coming off the long weekend Dying. in Lake Tahoe and haven't been playing good since the four games that they got postponed uh, a, a week or so ago. So I like the Rangers plus one and a half if that's where it lays. I don't see them. Uh, I see them as the the underdog for sure. The the Rangers, so I think take the one and a half and, and hope on that. Next, I got the Leafs minus one and a half against the Flames. This is really the important one that'll make your bet worth it. Uh, Calgary beat them three to nothing on one on Monday. Um, the Leafs are too good to lose again, and just bet on that empty netter. That's the key. Uh, I also like the Suns to beat the Hornets and Tennessee to beat Vanderbilt. Those are my my four games uh, for my Wednesday parlay. Um, but we're not gonna end the Vegas topics there. What uh, we have, so w- what I what I got here is, is the Tigers. They got set. Their over under is currently at sixty eight and a half wins. So what I want to pose to you guys, John. You can jump in if you want. Um, how many teams do you think are projected to lose more than the Tigers? And do you have any idea of what teams they'll be? And and this can be just kind of like a round table discussion, and and see who, how many of you guys think, and. and
1: and who? Oh man, I'm that was mine. I'm thinking three.
0: Okay, so three teams. Do you have any idea of who they would be? Like any?
1: Yeah, definitely the Pirates.
2: Okay, one of them.
0: That's one. Yep, you're right.
2: Baltimore. Baltimore is another. Baltimore, yeah.
0: So you got Pittsburgh is is it le- has the least projected wins at fifty nine and a half. Baltimore is second to least at sixty four and a half. So you said three. Who, who else come? You, you're you right with both of those. But they're... Let me...
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you want me to, like, actually think about this or just throw some names out there? All I right. Mean, the so, ro- there are probably two, the Royals. two more teams. Two oh, more teams Royals that are, are projected to
0: lose more games than the Tigers. I'm going to go Kansas City Royals. Royals are not on the list, which is really weird because they are tied really? with the Tigers and, like, all of the odds for, like, winning the division. And they actually have worse odds of winning the World Series than the Tigers, which is interesting. But they're We're, still projected to win more.
2: Seattle? So, there are
0: two more teams... Nope, Seattle's not one of them. You got to think about sure. one that was their star just got traded.
1: Yeah, I'm, I was thinking Texas Rangers.
0: That is one of them. They're at 66 and a half, but there's one that's projected one game less, or sorry, two games less than even the Rangers at 66 and a half.
1: And this is a National League team. It's
0: a National League team. They traded their superstar.
1: Colorado Rockies.
0: Yes, Nolan Arenado. Where did he go?
1: I don't know. I don't even know. I'm, where I'm he embarrassed went. to say I, I don't no, know. No, I,
0: I remember this was like mid like midnight. I think it was a during, during a piss break in the middle of the night where I like looked at my phone like oh no one here. Not I, I, I probably did the same thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like one of those. But anyways, yep. Tigers. That, so they have the fifth. There are four teams that are, are projected to lose more games than them. Um, you got the Rangers at sixty six and a half. Colorado Rockies. Louis. Oh, really? 64-and-a-half? Oh, yeah. that, that's a good ballpark for him, too. Yeah, it is. So he's not going to really lose any of that power. Um, you got Baltimore Orioles at 64-and-a-half, and then the Pittsburgh Pirates at
1: 59-and-a-half. Yeah, they're terrible. So that is where we were at there. So uh, I have a question for you. For, yeah. for the over-under for the season lines, does that take into account – is that like a relative number? Does it move up and down if games are canceled because of COVID? Because if it's not, I'm taking the under all day.
0: That's a really good point. Um, I'm sure they have uh bottom like you know asterisks and stuff like if as long as a full 160.
1: Yeah, if you are if you are betting over under wins for a full season, look into that before you make your bets. Yeah, because no, it it's would been, really come yeah. back to bite you if you're only going to be playing 100 games as opposed to 162.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good point. It, it would be interesting to see. Like, I, I'm sure they have that covered. Um, but yeah, I thought that, that that's actually a really good point. So, one more thing for the, before we turn it over. Um, or finish our betting segment. Uh, so there are three things that I found in baseball that have twelve to one odds, and I'm curious what all three of you guys would take, and I'll give mine. So you got the Mets to win the World Series at twelve to one. Mackenzie Gore of the San Diego Padres to win NL Rookie of the Year, and you have Detroit Tigers Casey Mize winning AL Rookie of the Year, twelve to one odds. Where do you guys go with this one? Uh,
2: I I would love to be a homer and take Mize. I I just I just can't. No. Nope. Um, I'm gonna go with the Mets with the World Series. Yeah. I, I just think uh, secretly and not secretly, I feel like they're completely loaded.
0: Yeah, who, who I, they went out and got Francisco Lindor? Is that correct?
2: Yeah, they sure did.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean that that's a huge. Not get. only
2: him too. I'm,
1: I'm going to try to look it up. Yeah,
0: but. I mean they they've improved their rosters. I thought the twelve to one. I mean, for what they haven't done in the last several years to jump to be twelve and one odds are pretty solid for for a they, team like that.
2: They're they're solid and it, with and that I trade was, was Carlos Carrasco as well. They got Carrasco. Yep. As well. They
0: signed wow. James McCann. If he can say, oh man, I love James McCann. That was one of the biggest frustrating things I, I wish. Marcus Stroman
1: so they're gonna be good they're gonna be good is that where you would go Ryan with the I'm, Mets I'm thinking that probably is the best the one I would take out of those three options I yeah. don't think Casey Mize is gonna win AL Rookie of the Year I don't think he's gonna win Rookie of the Year on his own team uh, Mackenzie Gore definitely has a chance. I just don't yeah. know if he's going to be up with the team long enough okay. and get enough reps in order to become the NL rookie of the year. He is, definitely has the talent to do it. Watch out for him, big, huge lefty. Uh, but I, I'm thinking the Mets probably have the best chance out of those three options. Yeah,
0: I, I think I would agree with that. John, thumbs up, thumbs down. Do you want to turn your mic on? and what, do, do you agree with that one?
3: I'd go with uh, Mets World Series myself. Again, I think they play in a ballpark that favors their offense. Peter Alonso is pretty good. That's a good point. The, I mean, it's not like they're bad.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like they, I mean, they have they have a lot of pieces already. Solid and you rotation. Just, yeah, you just add it on to to a pretty good uh, team because they still have Syndergaard. Do they still have the other? What's the other dude's name? Yeah, for the for Mets? the Mets, the pitcher. Oh, Stun, like an absolute. Just, why do I do this, team? Right? No. Yeah, Degrom, Yeah, DeGrom. Degrom. Yeah, they yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. still have those guys. You added Carrasco, just, just a Cy Young just, winner. Yeah, multiple. yeah, something, something along <laughs> like, He's done something in this league. <laughs> uh, right. But he's I mean, right. they're they're good. I, I agree. I think the Mets could be very sneaky. Uh, so we kind of all all lean towards that. But that was that was our uh, betting segment. So we'll do some beer grades as soon as Ryan hits the go-to. It's time to grade our Michigan beers for this episode. But before we do, I want to once again remind everyone of our partner, Ciceliano's Market. They're simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth a short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or you need some help from their expert staff, Ciceliano's Market is the best place for that. And not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. Along with their great selection of craft beer, they have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. They also have the largest selection of homebrew and winemaking supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the state of My Sports family and is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. So let's remind our listeners of what Siciliano's Market helped us, helped us choose. Today. Let's give it a nice little grade. Ryan, you wanna start us off?
1: Yeah. Exclamation mark Merck. Oh jeez. I was gonna I, I told myself I was not gonna mess that up, but exclamation Merck from Austin Brothers Beer Company. Um seven point two percent. This is a really, really solid beer. I think I think they just have really easy to drink type of beers. You would never know this this is a seven point two percenter. Um it's got a pretty good color to it and the flavor is just it's so easy to drink it has really nice flavor it's not too sweet which i really really appreciate um i'm gonna get i'm gonna go a flat 8.0 nicely done.
2: your, mic's your off, mic is man. off
1: <laughs> he said nicely done he said thank
0: you <laughs> I right. appreciate that. Micah, just whisper, whisper to that. me what your grade is yeah. and I'll do that <laughs> for you.
2: Whispered everything. <laughs> what are you drinking? Uh, from Territorial Brewing Company. I'm drinking their Tropical Storm Pete. It's a 7% alcohol by volume. It's a dry hopped Imperial Lager. And I got to say, it's good for a lager. Because yeah. if anyone knows me, I don't like lagers yeah, very not much. Yeah, you're a big fan. <laughs> um, no, it's it's a good beer uh it's potent you know for lack of a better term for a lager yeah for a lager yeah it,
0: yeah at 7% that, that's
2: it, pretty heavy it tastes good it, it's it's a good drinking lager um i'd i'd come back to this one i would go out and buy this no doubt yeah um i'm going to give it a Seven
0: 7.8. 7, 8. All right. That's, that's that's a
2: good score for a logger. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Also, I need. We need to do. We need to go there. If if that's I'm, the biggest beer garden in Michigan. Yeah. Uh, North, beer,
3: America. North yeah, America. North America. Yeah, North America. <laughs> dude. Which
0: is more than Michigan, I think.
1: I. It's got to be. <laughs> I don't know where North. It's your, much bigger.
0: Your right, geography is on point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing.
1: Dude, seriously though, beer gardens are so much fun and. At a place like that, is probably, and if, yeah. it's probably just such uh, a great time with, with axe, axe throwing, throwing disc, golf. disc golf. I mean, it's a no-brainer. We, we need to spend some time there. Yeah,
0: be, maybe we could even record an episode over there. That'd be awesome. That'd be really right, let's fun. do it. This summer. Obviously, we're not going to do that in the middle of winter. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I don't want to be in any beer garden in the middle of winter. Yeah, and I don't want to play disc golf in the middle yeah, of Yeah, my arm either.
1: is completely out of shape right now. I'd have to train for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I am drinking uh, from Arbor Brewing Company uh, Tropic Tango Buzzsaw IPA. I am a very big fan of this. There's a little bit in there if you guys want to take a little sip of it, but this is a really, really good beer. Like I I kind of explained, uh, early on, it it just, it's true to the flavors that they want and it's still like the IPA. And I love that. It's reminded me a lot of like the, um, Blackberry IPA and the, uh, grapefruit IPA that Perrin does—they they do it right, very very good. Um, I'm gonna go with an 8.1. Uh, I I think that it's it's it it really is perfectly done. It really is. Um, yeah, it's really solid. The 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 fruity flavors are, are just perfect for for what they're doing there. I'm I'm a big fan of it. I probably went a little. I'm I'm actually gonna change my score. Can I do that? Or are you? Yeah. Gonna, yeah, yeah. go higher. I'm gonna go with a six five. Or sorry.
3: <laughs> Yeah, oh, wow! I hate it now. <laughs> what was your it, initial it's awful. score? Please. It's so bad. What was um, that? Awful? No, I'm gonna go
0: eight five. Is what I meant to do there. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. This has been a long episode. All right, this is this is my fault. I've, I've been
2: nervous. It's literally Why been one of the shortest episodes. Yeah, in two months. I months.
0: Is it? I bet you. I uh, I don't know, John. What are we sitting at? Time wise, I would all right over under. I would I would set the over under at our. <laughs> Twenty-five. I was gonna say an hour twenty-eight would be my. Over so run. you would we're, go we're over. we be you say? a little over? bit over. over. You think over? John, can you pull up Audacity and see what we're over like over under is ever at? What is that? Dude, what is I that? think
1: it's 125. You can turn your mic on. I think it's one twenty-five. <laughs> one
3: twenty-five. No <laughs> Son way!
0: Of a I nailed
1: it. So, no, no, you, you. Actually no, I pushed. set the over
0: under at one twenty-five. Yeah, I know. So you pushed. Everybody no, pushed. No, I said I set the odds. Well but I said right. it perfect yep, is what I'm saying. Job. No, I said the odds really, really well <laughs> anyways, is what I'm when you saying. Said that is John, will probably. you turn
2: the CEO's mic off, please?
0: No, you can't. No, no, you can't do that anyway. No, that is <laughs> if that's the way this is going to go. Uh, but anyways, I, I just wanted, I wanna I want to thank you guys for recording. It's the outro. <laughs> I'm looking for it. dude. It's at the top to the right. Maybe it's the second low, second row on the left.
2: Uh, what a rookie!
0: Kind of goes that way. <laughs> Should just be like outro with fade or something like that. No. Pick is in.
1: (laughs) All right. I don't know where this is. You really don't know where it is? No, honestly, I don't. It says, what does it say? Outro? It should say out. Expired?
0: Out. That's not how we do? This is is live, people. New out. This is what we do. (laughs) New out. Yeah. Sorry, new out. But thank you guys for
1: recording. looking for literally saying outro, and he's saying- (laughs) New out. Jeez.
0: Thank you guys for recording. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Uh, We will talk to you guys next week, if not sooner.
3: Peace, guys. Sorry about that.
0: Ruin Company and Cafe, Siciliano's Market, Mac Web Design. Also, thank you to Paradise Outlaw for allowing us to use their music for our introduction, Detroit Hustle, and for our Out Six Feet Down.